0: Welcome to The Strong Room, presented by Macmillan Estate Planning, I'm Herb Ham. This weekly program features interviews with families and business owners telling their stories, and our estate planning professionals presenting timely legal and tax advice, and valuable information on charitable giving. Good estate planning is about life and legacy. And on the program today, we continue our series featuring business owners who are creating a legacy of positive influence. Here is Melanie Grant of McMillan Estate Planning in conversation with Marvin DeYoung, founder of DeYoung Design Associates a highly respected and recognized residential design firm with a distinguished local, national, and international profile.
1: I love your business model around your best life. Can you explain that? Because I think it's brilliant.
2: The best life is kind of a reflect, like, you know, when you do a one of house, and we do employ all these great ideas in the stock plans too, but they're just not as tailored to the, you know, because we have to hit a broader market. But when we do a house for an individual, for instance, um, it's, it's it's not just you give us the list of the rooms you want and three months later we present you with this house and hope you like it. It's a very interactive and, and iterative process as well where we meet almost weekly for about three months and we just kind of layer ideas. And a lot of the great ideas actually come from the clients because when it's very difficult to design for yourself where you just sit at a desk and hope you like, you know, I've got a list of rooms you want and I want to put it together in a way that you, we hope you like mm-hmm. it. But when the client kind of explains what they like and they often... You know, I get a different image in my head. What, and I see things in my head. You know, you might uh, that. You know, because we're you know architects tend to be visual, visual, um, and. I just get ideas from when the clients talk. So then we throw them down. Sometimes you, they hate them, you know, granted. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but they kind of drive the bus and we kind they direct the direction and we kind of put it together. And then we kind of design the house to feel gracious in a lot of ways. And I think that's missed. In, you know, houses shouldn't be that hard to design. A lot of people don't think they are, but there's a lot mm-hmm. to it. And I think a lot of them just get kind of compiled together and they're not very well designed. So uh, one of our little mantras is we design the house for when you're in a rush because real life is that. You know, you got three kids and some of the the unsexy rooms are the ones like pantries and, and mud rooms, but they're almost the most important rooms because that's the room that you live and leave by the house every day and by multiple times. So that room has to be well designed, has to be in the right spot. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of houses are just kind of dropped onto sites. Like you see acreage houses, for instance, you can tell it's a 1970s inner city house or what was the now it's Mm -hmm. inner city but sorry it was a it was a suburban house and they plunk it onto an acreage and the front door is never used because it's around and everybody goes in the back door and and that happens in inner city houses too like you really have to think about how you approach the house where the cars come where the people come do the kids leave certain directions for school because if they're just going to want to go it's like water they want to do the easiest thing and sometimes mud rooms are all about hooks no hangers because even adults don't like putting stuff on hangers. it's all about hooks and making it easy and you know kids having lockers and, and that's not you know yeah. we're not reinventing anything here, but making it so that um you know if you drive in, if you pull up in the driveway and just run into the house, the mudroom should be fairly accessible too yeah. for the driveway houses mm-hmm. for the houses where the car is in the back, you still want this easy access and I, and it's not all about the mudroom, but you kind of start with that, and that's yeah. how we do it with clients um We just you know imagine the first things or how you approach the house and you know. And um and, and then we just kinda do you really need formal living rooms and mm-hmm. everybody just wants to hang out at the back anyways and, and this whole notion of well, I don't want to see anybody to see the junk. Well most of the time it's just family and most of the time yes. they don't care. And they just want to hang out, right? So
1: you're really designing homes that are custom that Support the functionality of a family and also about convenience.
2: Well, it's all about convenience, and it's all about you know little things like having a working pantry. So rather than I call them the outhouse in the kitchen, those pantries oh. that there's a door in the corner and it looks like it goes to a powder room. Yes. And I despise those, and sorry to offend anybody who has that, but it just looks like a like a Like a a, like a powder room in the middle of the kitchen, so maybe instead of having that those corner cabinets, which are almost always useless anyways, maybe that corner goes to a working pantry. It's just where all the ugly stuff goes, and the the toaster and the coffee maker. And and we almost do that in ninety nine percent of the houses we do now because people just love that idea. Because you want the kitchen to be just a little bit more, you know, it's almost zen like, you know, where it's stuff is not as just laid out. And and why put something in and out in and out a couple times a day? Just leave it out because it just makes life easy. So we tuck them into the pantries they're still there and you can kind of see them if you if you really look but they're just a step away they're not across the room and you are down in the basement Mm -hmm. where all the extra stuff is and that way all and sometimes those pantries connect to mudrooms sometimes those pantries are true butler's pantries they connect to the dining area but a lot of houses we do you know that are a bit smaller. We don't even put formal dining rooms in anymore because people have to think of an excuse to use it. Mm -hmm. And when they do, and since it's the least used room of the house, it's usually in a part of the house that no one really cares about. And you're not looking at anything fun. So why not? And, And, you know, why not live at the back of the house? And we say, you know you should control that environment as well. So when you're at the back of the house, the back of the garage that faces you, if it's a detached garage, should look pretty darn nice too. And we often put fireplace, exterior fireplaces, because in Calgary, Mm -hmm. it's about extending the shoulder season so we can sit out longer. And then you have that great, you know, and sometimes it just looks great. You have the fire going in, it's dark out, and, you know, you have this ambience. And uh, so those little things, uh, for master bedrooms, for instance, we kind of create a vestibule that you enter so that, you know, you can get to the... You never walk through the master bedroom to get to the ensuite, or walk through to get to the closet. The the master bedroom can be can be basically the door can be shut, and then all the lights can go on in the ensuite, in the ensuite in the closet so that you can just get ready at six mm-hmm. in the morning while your partner stays in bed for that extra half hour or vice versa and we almost do that in 99% of the houses now too because people like that idea that you know like and it happens in our house you know this is a typical and I don't even live in one of my own houses just so you yeah. know uh, it's a 1955 bungalow in the neighborhood we want it to be in but you know when the lights go on you hear everything <laughs> and I and hear the coffee maker going from across the, the house so,
1: so you're and saving marriages I like one design think, at a time
2: and, and we've never lost a couple either uh, you know we've we've been in business 18 years and you know couples never agree on you know you, you know one's a little and to use a Donnie Marie thing country and one's a little rock and roll right they they have a contemporary you have a contemporary partner and you have a traditional partner and we meld it and uh, and we never lose we've never lost anybody over the house
1: well in estate planning to be a great estate planner and to really satisfy a client's needs it takes a lot of time and I noticed that I had watched on a video on you where you had said a comprehensive design can take from start to completion of that two to three years. So uh, through that process, it must come down to amazing communication.
2: Yes, Yeah. and and that two years is not two to three years is not, that's kind of start to finish. When you hire us, we have to do lots of stuff, Mm -hmm. even before we start design, and we have to get a survey, and all these things take time. The design process with us is typically two to three months. months. Um, And sometimes that's protracted, but that's to the clients, they want a little time off or whatever, but then it's the permitting process that can be three to Mm -hmm. five months, it can be also a year. And then there's construction, which is never eight months, it's typically a year to 18 months for the houses that we tend to do. And so that you add all that up, and all of a sudden, you're two and a half years into it. So one of the things too is you've got to like the people you're working with and and you spend and you think that, you know, we might be fairly, you know, I don't want to say expensive because I think there's value to what Mm -hmm. we do, but you're going to spend way more money with a contractor and that contractor is as important as, as we are because they, you spend way more money with them. And if all of a sudden the, the relationships going sideways, this is not going to be fun because you're spending a lot of money still and you don't like the person. And I think, you know, even goes into the, um, into our office, we hire, uh, I like to like the person I'm hiring mm-hmm. as well, because when we li- we work in an open office, everybody, we don't even have a boardroom. So we all sit in the open and if we need privacy, we have to go outside. We're on the army base. We walk around the parade square. If you got to have a private conversation, you know, or you go into your car if it's cold in the parking lot because we just have (laughs) no privacy. And so uh, you have to like the people you're working with as well. So
1: So um, teamwork then must be critical to the success of your business.
2: Yeah. And actually I have a regret. I mean, naming a business after myself is uh, actually, I would never do that again uh, because it's not me anymore. The first few years it was, you know, and I was the face of the business and I did all the work and i drafted and and i did all that stuff and i you know i invoiced i chased money i did it all and uh, when now i don't i don't do it all and and i have a whole team of people and a big part of creating that team is recognition if you don't Mm -hmm. um and there's in the business books i don't think it's a collins book but what one of the 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 topics was you know money is never the most important thing Mm -hmm. i mean it's important if you can't make your day-to-day commitments but once you take money off the table it's about being respected and being recognized, and in design, it's great to be recognized because mm-hmm. you—you know—we get—we actually there's a pretty woman thing, like what do you build like in from the yeah. movie and we get to design and that's stuff yeah. that actually gets built and it's, it's very fulfilling and there's nothing better when a young, one of the young guys that works with us, he, f- he said my parents are flying into town uh, for, the, for, for a week or so to visit me and do you mind if I take him past the houses and I go by all means like please because he's proud of him and that's great to see so but t- he should also be recognized for the, the work he puts in. It's not all me designing anymore and even though that's my favorite part like I love coming up with concepts and ideas. Mm-hmm. It's also the most difficult but it 's the other guys all everybody in the office, and I say guys very generically it 's girls and guys uh, we all they all contribute and they all add to it, so yeah, that teamwork, and you know, I like to think that they all like each other as well, going back to the lake because we we work in a small environment, and I get a kick out of seeing a lot of them hang out after work because you know they're they like each other enough mm-hmm. that they become friends and so you know it's about hiring for fit a bit you mm-hmm. know and um and you know they you can not you know I'm the oldest guy well we have one guy is my age as well uh <laughs> but you know we can't all hire young kids but you know because we need experience as well but it's it's all about you know all we are diverse we are all of ages you know all that sort of stuff but they all I mean, I've been lucky enough, and I've made a lot of mistakes hiring as well. There's no question, and it's never difficult when that doesn't. It's, I mean, it's never easy. Sorry, when that goes, when you realize that we're not a fit anymore, and something has to happen. So, I, you know, hiring is probably one of the most important things. Um, you know, architecture. I joke is one of the most woefully unprepared professions when you graduate. Like you have a <laughs> lot to learn still, and uh, and we have to we have to foster that as well. And it, it you know, it, it's a, you know, you, you have to realize that the young younger people need to be mentored mm-hmm. and uh you know that we all work together and you know there's some fantastic talent in Calgary i have to say and uh, i think we have a lot of some of it uh, not all of it but there's some great talent here and we we certainly have a, a great guys but they do get they do get along and and um and yeah and that team the team you know we and and being it's interesting too that when we were a 3 to 5 even 7 person firm it was difficult to manage time because Everybody's got a commitment now. With the more people, I just found it was we can now take guys off, and mm-hmm. and you can pair someone up on a job, and then that jumps forward, and then we get those guys working on what you know what we're falling on behind after, and it's easier to manage uh, the workload with ten people versus the seven that we had, or in the in you know in our you know we we've grown very linear, you know like started with me a year and a half in, we were two, and then we really struggled for a number of years, not really growing that much. And I contribute my wife, who's also a partner. She, okay. She's not an architect, but mm-hmm. she kind of manages the business side of it. And when she took that load off of me, like I, I get the work, uh, you know, I'm kind of you know, on the other side, but the, you know, dealing with RCA, dealing with the invoicing, dealing with GST and, and the accounting component of it, that would be a week or more of my life every month if I did it. And she took that and she created cash flow, which is amazingly important in a business.
0: Melanie Grant and Marvin DeYoung will be back in a moment. This is The Strong Room.